Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Most pancake syrups contain artificial flavors, artificial colors, and high fructose corn syrup. But there's an all-natural option free of additives in the same aisle. Real maple syrup from Canada is made from one ingredient. So turn the bottle and check the label. Is your syrup real maple? 100% pure maple, straight from Mother Nature herself. One ingredient, one source, one flavor. PureMapleFromCanada.com The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. Hello and welcome to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I am your host, Tim. I am a sex educator. I identify as chaotically gay. And my sexual safe word is capitalism ruins everything. <laughs> my my I'm like, do I talk today. now? Because I love both of those. You love it, right? Chaotically gay and capitalism ruins everything. Capitalism is evil. Exactly. So He's listeners. <laughs> That voice you heard is my guest. She is so adorable. She is so lovely and so intelligent. She is a queer sexuality educator, sexuality educator, <laughs> and a sex science communicator aiming to break down the rigid scripts around sexuality. Her YouTube channel, What's My Body Doing, has gained over 2 million views and has won a Planned Parenthood Award for Excellence in Sex Ed. Oh my God, yes, work. Please welcome to the show my guest, (laughs) Eva Bloom. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Oh my God, thank you so much for coming over to the show, even during this whole global panini. It is so Mm. wonderful to have you. (laughs) I wanted to bring you on because with the global pandemic, the Panasonic, the panoramic, (laughs) um the no i was trying to think of another one (laughs) the global pizzeria (laughs) there we go there we go um this whole thing has really elevated the use of technology and because we're so involved in technology i'm pretty sure that's gonna drive right into our sex lives So that brings up the topic of sexting, which is why I wanted to bring you on, because I know that you have a master's thesis, I believe, in uh, sexting. It's a master's Mm -hmm. thesis. Okay. That is so, that is so wild. That is so beautiful. (laughs) Like, 
Oh my God, I have all the questions. My first question <laughs> is, what exactly is sexting? Yeah, so sexting, you can define it as broadly as you would like to, like the exchange of self-created sexual content via technology. So whether that's like texting or exchanging nudes or like voice notes, all of that type of stuff. It's basically anything over technology, every like email or Instagram DM, (laughs) just literally everything. I love that. So why would anyone want to have sex in the first place? Oh my gosh, there are so many reasons. Um, It can be great foreplay uh, to like get you in the mood for having sex with someone. Um, It can be a great way of like just having sex and like having that sexual intimacy if you can't be with someone in person. Uh, It's a great way of like describing what you like to somebody um, in a way that feels maybe a little bit less pressure than just being like, these are things I like to do when I have sex versus being like, and then what if you did this? That can feel a little bit more fun. (laughs) Um, Yeah, clearly you can see that I'm very like a big proponent of sexting. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, clearly if you're so into sexting, like you did a whole academic paper on it, which Mm -hmm. is actually kind of what I want to ask, like, how did you come about your paper? Like, what was the research in there? What was the, like, what what were the points to get to writing? Like, hey, I'm going to write an entire academic paper on sexting. Yeah. So my uh, master's thesis advisor uh, does research on sexuality uh, from, like, a social psychology perspective. She looks at a lot of, like, gender dynamics. Um, but my master's advisor was really fantastic um and she was basically like what do you want to do and like really like opened up the floor to me and i was like i want to do it on sexting and she was like as one of the potential options or like sexting is that and i'm like yes please sexting is what i would like to do your professor Um, was like are you sure Hmm, choices choices (laughs) exactly Hmm. she was like Now I know something about Eva. She's very committed to sexting. Um, But she had some data. Right? (laughs) Um, She had some data that had already been collected um, from Canadian women ages 18 to 80. Uh, so, So technically there is a bunch of data hanging around on 80-year-old women's sexting habits, if they have them. But I only looked at young women's sexting, so 18 to 30. But that data does exist. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Like, 80-year-old women's sexting, they're living my life. I feel like if Blanche Devereaux from The Golden Girls would still hear, she would be all up in sexting. Yes. (laughs) I wonder what people did before, like, the age of technology like how did they sex like through carrier love pigeon? letters love letters carrier pigeons smoke signals mm-hmm. reading the stars they draw a dick pic in the stars or something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly in the sand oh man all the like all the i've been reading too many mystery novels in quarantine and one of them was like i have confiscated a, a salacious piece of letter that you sent to a man and there's like blackmail and stuff and like, <gasps> there's still there's still risks even with sexting in ye olden days ye olden days in the shakespearean <laughs> times <laughs> oh my god i love that so mm-hmm. that that brings me to like this imagery of like uh sexting can be for any age but mm-hmm. with your research mm-hmm. what's like the statistics behind it like what's the, like who 
is most likely to sext or is sexting like mm -hmm. age, gender, race? What's that? Yeah. So my data is pretty limited. So we were just looking at um, Canadian women ages 18 to 80. Um, see if I can remember back. Okay. So single and casually dating women were sexting more often. You might get a kick out of this on average from the sample and to the, the sample was mostly heterosexual, mm. but most people sexted either on a yearly or monthly basis. Really? Yeah. People yearly were like, get a monthly, right? You get a birthday and Christmas sex and that's it. I know I read that and I was like, that so, doesn't last me. I mean, for me personally, I need more. No. <laughs> yeah. So there was data that like queer women do sext more often. Um, and people in consensually non-monogamous relationships are also sexting more often. But I definitely had a moment where I was like, straight women, are you okay? This is, there's a cultural barrier here. Where I just don't understand your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So it's mostly straight women and or at least in your research, it's mostly mm -hmm. straight women. Have you had any research with like the other genders? Yeah. So, so from, so the sample from my research was mostly straight women, but like when I compared how often straight women versus queer women were sexting, queer women were sexting more often. Um, yeah. I love that. What about like, uh, did you get any data from men? Gay yeah, or so for, yeah. So for my, I wish maybe maybe I can do a little research and you put it in like the in the description. In the show say. notes, I'll put it in yeah, the show notes. Yeah, in the show notes because I don't want to like speculate. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like you can speak to your experience, but I I don't know the literature on like men very well. <laughs> I mean, on my experience as a <laughs> living, breeding gay man, <laughs> <laughs> the sex thing comes like at the most inopportune times like oh, at no. 1 p.m when i'm still at work and then i get like hey you horny i'm like i literally just met you i haven't <laughs> i don't even know your name mm -hmm. can we like get through that first before we start you know talking about anal and anything else because please sir i need some time <laughs> Yeah, just be like, hi, hello, my name's Tim. Let's That's, start there. Let's start there. And then work our way to below the belt. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> so why are people sexting, like, I mean, besides the whole pandemic, why are people sexting pre-pandemic in the before times? What was the purpose of that when we could just go out and fuck anyone we want? Ooh. Um... I'm trying to, yeah, I'm going back to no 2020, problem. 2019 when I was doing my thesis and thinking about like motivations. <laughs> um, a lot of the research on like women has been around like long distance relationships. Like we were physically not in the same place. So um, that was one way to get sexy. Um, there's also been like some research on women talking around like the safety of sexting, like that you can communicate your desires. And like, if some, if the person you're sexting does something that like turns you off or makes you feel unsafe, you can just walk away from the phone. <laughs> I love the magical block button. Right? It right? is so powerful. I have all the power. I got the power. Exactly. <laughs> when there's, when there's so much like. Yeah, there's so much societal like conditioning and stuff mm. that makes it so there's hard like, to like walk out things. during an actual encounter. Sexting is essentially dirty talk. 
Like it's really like you know, hey baby, how are you doing? That's my <laughs> that's my best straight voice that I can do at this moment. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Hey baby, how are you doing? <laughs> Ooh, hold that up to the base. <laughs> um, okay, sexting is essentially dirty talk, and I know not a lot of people are comfortable with dirty talk. Mm-hmm. How does a person get to that stage? Like, let's like, what are the baby steps before you can? be like here's an open picture of my vulva spread eagle (laughs) yeah i feel like you're right because they're like we don't have a lot of we don't get taught in like sex ed like how to have these conversations about sex so there's like a big lack of like i don't know what are the words that i say and i like i do recommend people like explore audio erotica explore written erotica like comics just to get that like vocabulary and like see what it sounds like and like pick and choose what you like um and also just like practicing um and it's never it's if you're sexting with someone they're generally in like a sexy headspace and like feel, feel sexy feelings towards you um and you can get away with a lot like mm-hmm. if you make ty- if, you, if you make typos if it sounds a little bit awkward i feel like people are generally like ready to roll with it <laughs> what are some like good starting phrases before we can get to sexting ooh good starting phrases you mean like uh, to like initiate the sexting conversation or? Uh, more like like um, what's the baseline dirty talk that's not even like even super dirty, but like kind of like if a person were to dip their toe in the water, like mm-hmm. to test the waters before they can go into full on sex mode. Like for oh. me, I, I have found like, you know, because I was, raised catholic i'm like oh what's a penis i ooh, pee 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 um so yeah right like i feel that naming your body parts was important as a jumping off point but you know this is more for like adults who already know what it's called um like what are some lines or just some cute little messages that you can leave before you can get into the dirty dirty talk the filthy talk <laughs> Um, I feel like compliments are pretty, are a good way to like ease into that. Um, like I think you're so hot or like specific things that you find appealing or like describing ways that they make you feel in your body. Um, oh no, I thought of something that I forgot it. Um, <laughs> got lost in the moment there. <laughs> We're all fantasizing. We're so touch-deprived and sex-deprived. We're just, like, trying to get some heat. Just a little Mm bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so we got the compliments. We got naming the body parts. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got that down. How do you initiate it? uh, I'm like, I'm in the mood. I want to text this boy, or I want to sex this boy, but I'm not too sure how to approach it without sounding too vulgar or crass. But, -hmm. like, also, I want to be really filthy. So how how do we start? I have these like when I do my sexting workshop I have these like four strategies for initiation for sexting um that yeah it's basically just like different ways to reference stuff um yeah for people who like yeah yeah so it's like 
mentioning like a hypothetical fantasy. We love a, I had a dirty dream last night. Do you want to hear about it? You don't need to have really had a dirty dream, but like. <laughs> little white lie, little tiny yeah, white lie. Never hurt anybody. Um, and that can be like, I feel like that type, that can way can be like, if the person is texting at 1 p.m., you can be like, ooh, that sounds really hot. And maybe check back in with me after work hours, <laughs> like doing the ask. <laughs> <laughs> back in five, back in five minutes. Yeah, you, exactly. You said a really important question. Do you want to hear about it? And that's basically consent. So does that mean mm -hmm. there is a dynamic of consent in sexting that's kind of the same as in real life? Yes, I feel like consent is super duper important with sexting and like I feel like people can get a little bit spooked because they don't know how to articulate consent by or like ask for consent by sexting. They're like worried about rejection, but like especially when you can't get like other body language cues, uh, it's really important to make sure that everybody's like having a good time and like okay to to move forward. Right. That's what I mean because I feel like it oversexed, it's a little more difficult because you can't really get the person's energy. So what does consent look yeah. like over over the internet superhighway? Yeah. So I feel like with initiating, it's always good to like give a person an easy out to like sex later or like um uh skip out on it um another another example i have for like starting sexting is like referencing something hot so you can be like oh my gosh i just watched this like really hot music video i'm in i'm, I'm in my feelings like this person like is so hot and the person can either be like oh i haven't watched that music video yet like i'll go watch it or they can be like tell me more like what specifically about that music video like <laughs> I love that. That specific music video of, I don't know, WAP, since that's yeah. what <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just yeah. watched WAP. Do you <laughs> want to hear about it or do you want me to send you a link? Yeah. My favorite thing is to be like, uh, hey, there's like this porno on a locker room orgy that I really found quite intellectually stimulating. <laughs> <laughs> on the so dynamics. <laughs> it talks about the dynamics of the proletariat and the bourgeoisie <laughs> we got some dissection of toxic masculinity like. <laughs> like it's totally feminist orgy like full on <laughs> we love a feminist orgy we love a feminist orgy with just like a butthole no god <laughs> come yeah, on stay like, attractive <laughs> yeah but like referencing something like from the media can also be a way where it like feels less spooky because you're not just being like directly do you want to sex with me um yeah it's also like better in terms of consent that way too right right uh what are some common do's and don'ts because i feel like sexting is if you're just jumping into sexting you can mm -hmm. kind of trip over and like you kind of mess up it might ruin the mood what are some etiquettes and what are some things to avoid when you're sexting mm. i feel like it can be really good like in terms of consent too to like weave in like phrases that are like dirty talk be like how does it feel when i do this to you or like would you like it if i did that um or like what do you want to do to me next like these kinds of things like are like dirty talk like when you say them but it is like prompting the other person to like give feedback and like co-create the sexting scene with you co-creating like 
you you are role playing um that like i guess that it's like an even that you're both being like i want to do this and then the other person's like yeah and then i want to do this so you both have like your input into like what's happening and what are some common ways that people can trip up over sexting like for me in my experience Mm -hmm. i've heard guys call my parts something i didn't like but Mm -hmm. i didn't kind of i didn't want to ruin the flow so i kind of just went along with it and that kind of that didn't sit well with me yeah i feel like in terms of like yeah names for your parts and like other like hard limits like if you don't want to like sext about a certain act right now i feel like honestly the best way to do that is like right off the top just be like hey before we get into this like just fyi i want to make things run smoothly I will get the most turned on if you call me this or if you use this for my body parts. So if you want me to get the most turned on, please do that. <laughs> right, because I've had a guy call my genitals a yoni, and I'm oh. like, what? Hmm. What is that? I've never heard that before. And that automatically turned me off because that sounded almost connected to some sort of spirituality that I'm not aware of. I'm like, this is, this is supposed to be us being filthy with each other. I don't want to, I don't want to get God or the universe or any sort of deity watching over us right now. Please like keep them out. I don't want it. I don't want it. Yeah. Do not stop my nose. We're just texting here. You don't need to tune in. Please just leave me. Um, That's so, yeah, it was a very awkward situation. And then, gosh, it's true. Yeah. And like, yeah, no, that type of stuff, like, can be, like, a huge turnoff very quickly. And so- sometimes people just don't know. So I feel like it's easier to, like, say it off the top. Right. So what about in the receiving end? Like, say I'm at work and this guy wants to hit me up and wants to start a sexing chain. I don't want to ruin the mood. But I got to finish this project. How do I slowly turn him down? while keeping the mood like there mm-hmm. oh my gosh i mean i think like teasing teasing what's to come is always a great thing and like complimenting people like being like hey so like i'm so sorry i have to finish this project but like i can't wait to i don't know i'm trying to think insert insert the filth here <laughs> <laughs> But I got I got a new ring light. Can't wait to like take some pics when I get home. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, no, that's good because like mm-hmm. I, I've always struggled to to respond because when when a guy like sexts me during work, mm-hmm. I I leave him on red because like I just opened it by accident. But I don't want to like leave him mm-hmm. hanging, and mm-hmm. I also don't want to be like, hey, I'm really busy right now. Can I like? talk to you later while yeah, that's you know, polite i feel like that's a little turn offy yeah you're like this is now a work email and that's not the vibe that we're going for yeah like what if i accidentally send a sex that says to whom it may concern <laughs> like <laughs> i mean it might be his thing who knows but... you know and then i send like a mm-hmm. whole fantasy to my boss and then that's a whole mess <laughs> <laughs> it's true you gotta separate yeah oh, i feel boy. like i feel like compliment <laughs> i feel like complimenting being like oh my gosh like you're so hot i was i'm so excited that you texted me and i wish i wasn't at work right now but uh 
If you're down later, the fantasies of us sexting can keep me going through work for the next few hours and we can check Ooh, in. <laughs> I haven't thought about that. To to give a sort of like, to elongate the, the mood, sort of. Yeah. Ooh, okay. See, I've been so out of touch with sexting. I don't even know if I can send a dick pic properly anymore. Like, do I just send a picture of my teddy bear named Dick? <laughs> And then be like, that's that's a dick pic, right? <laughs> that's true. You got you to gotta confirm. Do you want yeah. a fuzzy dick or like teddy the bear? The real life yeah. one. Or like the place where boats park called a deck. Ha ha ha. That's funny. There we go. <laughs> Stupid joke. <laughs> no, it's good. I'm trying it's to think, so wasn't dumb. there a commercial? Wasn't there a commercial that was like. Yeah, from New Zealand. Yeah, the guy. Yeah. <laughs> He was like, check out my big dick. Yeah, there we go. And then at the end of the commercial, it's like, I got to seal it up with my huge cock. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's excellent. I'm going to watch that commercial after we're done recording. Oh, totally. I love love the dirtiest commercials. Like, do you remember the band Skittles commercial? It's like a, (laughs) a commercial of two honeymooners. Uh, it's a commercial there's a bride and groom they're on their honeymoon they're in a hotel and they're going at it like fully going at it and then when she orgasms skittles come out of her vagina (laughs) oh my gosh kudos kudos to whoever it is marketing at skittles that was like we can do this skittles aren't just for kids they're for people having orgasms I would just love to orgasm Skittles. Like, that would save me so much time from going to Walmart. Right? <laughs> waiting you have in an line. automatic post-sex snack right there. Oh, my God. Yes. Because I get so, like, burned out after sexting. Yeah. You got to do, do the water. You got to get your snacks. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of burnout, that, that's another question that came into my mind. Um, when... Say we're done because sexting again, it's all over like the internet or texting or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can't really tell if a person is tired. How do we like say, okay, time to wrap up? We're I'm, I'm good <laughs> without it, without it coming off as cold. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I feel like if you're the one who's like getting tired, you can be like, hmm, you can be like. This has been this has been super fun, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be, keep fantasizing about this for a while. But I think I probably gotta get some water, gotta gotta watch some gotta watch some RuPaul's Drag Race and <laughs> <laughs> UK and US. Yeah, I haven't watched the Canadian one. I feel like I gotta <gasps> do that. I know. Oh my god. Okay, I have a story about Canadian Drag Race. Um, so there was this. One time I went to Cruise and Tango and Priyanka was performing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she came over to my table and I had my $10 bill. Uh, and then she came and landed a kiss on my lips. Just a very quick <gasps> peck. It was so mm-hmm. quick. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh my God, yeah, I love it. The next day she posted on her story with like the raspiest voice. She goes, hey guys, I got a cold right now, but... I'm going to perform for you. I didn't know that she caught my cold. I am so sorry, oh Priyanka. If you ever hear this, I think you may have caught my cold because I went to Cruise and Tango two days after I just got over it. 
and there may have been some lingering virus there, but I'm sorry. But hey, guess what? That's adversity. That is resilience. You won anyway. So <laughs> you're in a way you're kind of welcome. This is pre-COVID days when we were pre-COVID. just like living with viruses, going yeah. to the clubs. Like ever since lockdown, I don't think I've ever gotten a cold, which is like, what? We've been right? carrying viruses and bacteria with us just so comfortably. Ew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we go back, if that, if drag queen comes to kiss you, you're going to be like, no. Oh, no, sorry. I'm sorry. Here, let me like wash my mouth with alcohol, with yeah. some Listerine, all that stuff. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, my God. Most pancake syrups contain artificial flavors, artificial colors, and high fructose corn syrup. But there's an all-natural option free of additives in the same aisle. Real maple syrup from Canada is made from one ingredient. So turn the bottle and check the label. Is your syrup real maple? 100% pure maple, straight from Mother Nature herself. One ingredient, one source, one flavor. PureMapleFromCanada.com did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. Okay. So back on track as we keep here about Drag Race. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like um, the slowing things down, compliments is always really good. Like, like this was really fun. Um, yeah. I don't know. You're so hot. Uh, but I really got to like do something. Maybe we can sext again in the future or like have a great night, have a great afternoon. Um, yeah. That's cute. Letting them down easy. <laughs> how do we how do we communicate our comfort levels without it without turning down the mood? So because okay, what I mean mm-hmm. by that is there there's you got your sexting and then they respect your ooh, they respect your pronouns. It's so hot. Um, mm-hmm. they respect your pronouns, they respect what your body parts are called. But then out of nowhere, like say you forgot, and then they start saying or typing something like I want to choke you and put you in a hog tie and sacrifice you to Beelzebub or mm-hmm, <laughs> whatever, mm-hmm. whatever ritual they want to do. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, that's a little, mm-hmm, no. uh, how do you yeah, communicate yeah. <laughs> that without, without, without it being like gross? I don't want to kink shame because that's you, mm-hmm. but also that doesn't sit well with me, but mm-hmm. also I want to keep things hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that can be some, like, if you have, like, hard limits around, like, like, you don't want to talk about, like, choking, or you don't want to talk about, like, intense BDSM scenes, that could be something maybe that you say at the top around, like, these are the things that I like to call my body. And also, these are kind of my hard limits. But if Mm. somebody, like, does bring something up midway through, you can be like, um, I'm not so much in the mood for that now. (laughs) Like, is there, I would love to explore, like, other forms of like BDSM maybe if you wanted to like blindfold me or like tie up my wrists like redirect that way Ooh, yeah because 
I have gotten way too many messages of people, mostly guys, saying how they want to get inside my tight Asian butthole, and I'm like, okay, oh. let's let's bring that back a little. That's a <laughs> first no. of all, I am tight. <laughs> Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and second, I mean, I didn't know that butts have races. They're all, they're all butts. Everyone's yeah. got a butt. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no, that like that totally goes back to consent, right? And also, like in general, fetishization is never cool. Don't mm -mm. do it. <laughs> mm -mm. Mm -mm. Like in any platform, whether it's like I don't know Instagram or Tinder or Grinder. Or mm -hmm. LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn. <laughs> you men in suits. I see you. I see you. You're still sometimes being gross. <laughs> it happens. I've yeah. heard horror stories of people sexting over LinkedIn. Like, ew, that's so weird. <laughs> like, the only kind of sexting I want over LinkedIn is if I'm a findom. Like, you're going to give me money and I spend it. Oh. Yes, yes. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're just like, yeah, just just the pleasure of being like, yeah, I want to give you this job. It's going to be so much oh. money. It's going to be remote. You're going to have so much flexibility. I'm just like. Yes. <laughs> if, a, if, a, if a thin bottom anywhere in the cyberspace of this is listening, I am open to working from home. I will spend all your money. <laughs> I will get your credit card, and you're going to live, honey. <laughs> Please contact him. <laughs> yes, social distancing for life. Mm -hmm. I'm so scared of going back into society after this because I'm like, I'm so used to sexting. Will I even remember how to have actual sex now? Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like. Happen? I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm a very big like communication person. And like, in general, I feel like I do kind of like to do a little bit of sexting before I have sex with somebody. Um, I used to do this thing when I was on apps where I would ask people what their most like underrated sex act was, sex act was their most overrated and their most correctly rated. Mm as a way of like assessing compatibility because if they rank something that's like way off from what i would be like i'd be like well this has been fun flirting um i don't think i want to fuck you <laughs> <laughs> wait that's so interesting i've never done that before are you okay to share like an example of what that conversation was like yeah so i yeah so i'd be like how did, <laughs> how did i kick it off um i'd be like Hmm. How do, I'm trying to remember how I would start that. I usually talk to people about like I'm in like the sexuality field, so like sex generally comes up that way. I'd be like, hey, I'm like actually kind of curious. Like, would you be open to like having a chat about like your thoughts about different sex acts? Um, and then I'd be like, hey, okay, so let's. How about we do? What is our most underrated? What do you think the sex acts that are the most underrated? I think maybe we like to do overrated first. Um, yeah, what do we think is the most overrated? And then they'll share with me, and then I'll share my most overrated ones. And I'll be like, okay. And then we discuss where there are discrepancies. And then we say, okay, what about most underrated? We both share. And then we both say, what are the most correctly rated? Oh, my God. That's difficult for me because I think they're all just rated. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I'll do it all. I'll do it all. <laughs> They're that's all, fair. That's they're fair. all equal in my eyes. All sex acts are like 
mm-hmm. money. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what, what's an example of like an overrated sex act? Or like what have people told you? Is yeah. Overrated? Um, I, when I was, when I was on dating apps, like looking for men, if they said that like cunnilingus was overrated, I would be like, Nope. This has been nice. See you later. Yeah, exactly. That's so dumb. That's literally... (laughs) What? Oh, my God. The worst. (laughs) Oh, they are awful. What do you mean cunnilingus is overrated? It's a give and take. Mm -hmm. Well, you just don't want to go down there because of the hair, the smell. Ew. That's so stupid. Like what uh, B. Arthur said in Golden Girls. I love Golden Girls. She's like, go to sleep, baby. Pray for brains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm, yeah. What a time. Huh, yeah. As a, queer, <laughs> as a queer person now, I'm like, don't, do you want to be like all up all up in the, the sexual all up experience? In the don't the you want to be like giving somebody pleasure? Like do it all. seeing what they're all about? Yes. Like... <laughs> And but yes, that would be so, that, that would be one thing I'd be looking for. So for me, I guess that would mean they're all correctly rated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, that would be like a cool thing to like share anyway. Like, and you'd still get to see like what other people's thoughts are. Mm-hmm. So, so far in this conversation about sexting, it's all been words. What about uh, audio and visual? Like, uh, what are some good audio sexts what are some good visual sexts mm-hmm. yeah in terms of like audio stuff um honestly like moans moans people, people people like a moan like if you're stressed about like what actually what are the actual words that you want to say like like getting on like a voice call with someone and like masturbating together and just like hearing like the breathing and the moaning like that can be hot without saying anything at all if that is like stressful for you oh my god i totally forgot all about phone sex like a hotline (laughs) yeah oh my god well like i feel like somewhere in the depths of my memory there's like there was like a commercial with like just scantily clad women with a red telephone. It's always a red telephone for whatever reason. And then they're like, um, this little lady, Martha, is what Martha? <laughs> Martha. Martha. <laughs> the sexiest name. The sexiest uh, milk farmer you've ever seen. Oh my god! Yeah. Or I don't know. Like I can't believe I forgot all about phone sex. That's so yeah. That is totally sexting. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's a there's an awesome another awesome Toronto-based sex educator, uh, co-host of the Dildorks podcast, uh, Kate. She talks a lot about like how her and her partner now spouse would do a lot of like phone sex when they were long distance, and I feel Aww. like that that reminds me. Yeah, because her partner was very good at like doing the describing like it was her own like personal audio erotica i was like damn i would love to just have a log i want a log of like every single like sound just collect all the sexy sounds like right (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if that's the (laughs) word i think it translates 
translates. No, but like sexy sounds like are hot. Like especially if you're like having phone sex with someone who like has a sexy voice, like Ooh, yes. Uh what about like pictures? What are some good pictures to take? Ooh. Um Ooh, can I in terms of also like voice and stuff? I feel like yeah. it goes oh, yeah, back yeah. to like like describe how your body's reacting. Ooh, uh yes. like asking them like I think it's the classic. What are you wearing? What are you doing? Like describe like what's going on. Um like I would totally here, ruin the mood. <laughs> I would ruin it with like a nasally voice with like, I feel so hot right now. Like <laughs> But that's the thing, like when people are in the zone like having phone sex, you're the only one that's thinking about what your voice sounds like. Like people are on board. <laughs> oh that's true. Because uh, a lot of times I've ever sent, like, a voice memo, I feel insecure because everybody, whoever you are, like, everybody on Earth hates the way their own voice sounds on recording. No matter who you are, I feel like it's a human thing. And I've always been so insecure about hearing my own voice. Like, if I say, do you want daddy to... <laughs> See, I can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> it's about practice! It's about yeah. practice! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my god, I was in the before times, I was sleeping with a guy who was only like two years younger than me and he called me daddy and I'm like, uh, you're, you're younger and taller than me and you're calling me daddy? Like, I, I remember having dyed all of my gray hairs. <laughs> you're like, don't do this to me. Don't. Please, daddy. I mean, oh. Yeah, 20, that's something too. 28 is the new daddy, apparently. Oh my, oh god. my god. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah, um, well, it's like, audio- yeah, that, yeah, daddy can be more of like a, it's about like a power dynamic thing, mm, right? right? Like, no matter, <laughs> no matter your gender, no matter how old you are, but like, I feel like even terms like that are like good to negotiate in advance if possible. Cause yeah, some mm. people like don't like certain terms for them, like, especially like gender terms, like, daddy or like mommy or just like mm. let people want to know like i don't know was it I'm trying to think of the the gender neutral like uh your like, highness yeah mm. your highness your highness ooh your majesty <laughs> i would love for that to be my new pronouns just like call me your highness or master or boss or mm. i don't know what else is there there's yeah. so many to think about. That's so cool. Okay, Welcome yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, deity. Ooh, God. Call me God. Mm-hmm. Since you're already screaming, oh God, yes. <laughs> yeah. You rang. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, about like uh, sending pictures. Mm-hmm. What's the etiquette there? How how does one take a picture or a video correctly over sext? Oop. Oh, you cut out for a second. Can you can you repeat? Uh, yeah, I was asking, um, how do you send uh, pictures and video? Like, what's the correct way to send pictures and video over sexting? Ooh. Well, first, consent is is great. We want to check in that people want those. Mm-hmm. Um, but more oh, of like the practical side. Like, okay, yeah, they got my consent. How do I? uh selfie angle how do i do that oh my gosh i feel like having your own like personal exploration 
before you do the sexting can be a good way of like feeling like what poses feel like empowering and sexy for you like what angles what body parts do you like to highlight um yeah just getting practice I'm also like a big I I usually don't take that many and I'm just like the first ones are like the most authentic we're gonna send those out or you can take like a bunch and then just like delete the ones you don't like immediately um just to avoid nitpicking yourself if necessary because we don't need to do that and it doesn't even have to be like genital pictures does it no no like, there's like just yeah. lingerie or a bikini or like even just your half covered torso is that okay yeah yeah even i i Bex Caputo, who's a great uh, queer and trans sex educator, uh, he has a whole list on how to do safe for work sex. Like sex that don't, yeah. Because a lot of it, like, especially if you're into like BDSM, like, there are a lot of things that you can do with like power, just that like the angle, whether you're looking down at someone or you're looking up at the camera, like, whether, yeah, like, can indicate like a level of power. Ooh, this is interesting because for me, mm-hmm. all my sexing has always been body parts mm-hmm. of just like just full nudity. But like, mm-hmm. I I don't really think about angles. Like, what if I send a a pic with the phone above me and I'm looking up and kind of looks like I'm giving you oral? Mm-hmm. Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah. So that can be like, yeah. So there's the there's the tip of like place your hands where you would want somebody else to touch you so they can imagine touching you there. Um, And also like, yeah, like mimic what they would see during like a certain sex act, like Mm. take a photo from behind or like take a photo. Yeah. Like looking up or like, uh, like looking down. Oh my God. I love that. I got, I got to work on my sexting more. (laughs) It's truly, I've already forgotten what a man looks like. Are men even real at this point? (laughs) <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, I feel like, yeah, sexting, um, yeah, doing, like, doing, having photo shoots, like, by yourself, I feel like can be really empowering, like, anyway. Like, I did a photo yeah. shoot, like, a couple days ago just because we're single in the pandemic. I'm like, I'm not sending anything to anybody. But mm. it's still nice to, like, tap into your own stuff and, like, recognize yourself as a sexual being. Um, and plus, it just feels nice to dress up and feel sexy and, like, you know have sex at the camera baby yeah i mean yeah it's like an element of like exhibitionism like voyeurism too like you are showing off for someone even if it's just a camera and you're like watching yourself i think too like uh sending sex to friends sending like nudes to friends to hype you up we we love we love that i mean i don't know i feel like i don't know whether that like translates to like the queer male community maybe more like (laughs) i mean i feel like for gay guys our profile picture is literally an open butthole like hey what does this look like to you (laughs) a little pucker (laughs) okay so there yeah there's a certain level of like general comfort with like Mm -hmm. sexuality yeah maybe yeah i don't know i feel like straight girls do that too like hype up hype up each other's nudes straight girls would send each other their open butthole (laughs) well like in terms of sexting research i think like consistently when you say like who are you sending your sex to about like 10 percent of people are sending their their like photos to friends so Mm. 
I I don't think I could ever send my photos to my friends. That's a little, oh, like I don't want you to see what's going on down there. <laughs> After years of being ravaged and destroyed, oh, <laughs> oh no. That's true. Different, oh, different, gosh. different comfort, different, different levels of friendship, <laughs> different levels of nudes that you feel comfortable sharing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sexting in relationships is a thing still right like i feel mm-hmm. that sexting is only for dates and like for one-time hookups but has sexting is sexting alive in like a long committed monogamous relationship i mean doing anything that's like novel or like exciting or embarking on like a new adventure with each other i feel like can definitely like enhance the sexual spark um yeah I feel like also like when you get into a long-term relationship, um, you can kind of like get into a a routine of doing things and like sexting can be a way of like putting you back into your body and like actually having you like think about, okay, like what do I actually want? Like what would actually be hot to me right now, which is really awesome. And like communicating what you like with your partner. It's always awesome. Yeah, because I feel like in long Okay, I'm thinking traditionally here. So let's go be like um, heterosexual relationship, married couple, husband and wife. Mm -hmm. They've been together for like 20-something years. The spark's a little Mm -hmm. down. And sexing can help bring that spark back. How would like a married couple, you know, start to bring sexing into their relationship to bring that passion back into their marriage? Mm -hmm. well I feel like my mind immediately goes to like if you're by yourself um a nice new set of lingerie or I mean I hope I hope cishet men are like you buy a nice suit or you buy a nice pair of gray sweatpants that your wife really likes um and just just being like hey (laughs) I'm sorry did I I unlock something for you Tim (laughs) Yes, you did. You unlocked the entire, my entire identity. Gray sweatpants. Oh, I love a guy in gray sweatpants. Right? You heard it here first. Uh, People, men and people with penises, like, just get a a new pair. Go to Roots. Go to Roots. Because Mm -hmm. in terms of gray sweatpants, I feel like they have the best quality in terms of showing all the goods oh my god so you can just be like in terms of like married couples being like hey like my roots order just came in like i was gonna take some pictures uh do you want to see and like maybe later tonight we can do things or like with the lingerie um yeah or being i feel like sexting can be like a fun way to like talk about fantasy um be like hey like the hypothetical dream or like hey like i've had this fantasy that i've been wanting to explore like would you want to like sext about it could i like Ooh. write you a little little something Ooh. yeah oh that's so hot <laughs> uh, the listeners won't be able to see this but i'm literally fanning myself and it, it, that is quite literally hot um so i get that you know this is all in the context of a relationship and everything you save on the internet is forever (laughs) oh boy if the relationship ends what happens 
with like the sex because we've already established consent like you are allowed to see this you are allowed to do all of mm -hmm. it but say the couple breaks up do you still have that consent to keep those old nudes those old screen caps of sex like what's the dynamic of consent outside of the relationship after it has yeah. ended yeah i mean i think like ideally you could have that conversation be like this has been fun uh can you please delete those photos uh moving forward like actually have like communicate about that um like of course obviously don't ever like send anything on do not post anything you've received into the internet um but i would say like if people don't say anything assume that once your sexual relationship is over that consent is over and delete the nudes unless you like have that conversation be like you know it's okay you're allowed to keep it yeah okay because I, when i think about that I'm also thinking of like, uh, say a porn actor who has now quit porn. Do people still have the, like, are people still allowed to watch their porn even after they're not a porn actor anymore? You know, it's kind of the same thing with sexing. Like this was meant for your eyes because we are actually fuck buddies, but now we're no longer fuck buddies. Do we still have to keep it or do we throw it away? You know? Yeah. That was just an interesting, like, side thought. Hmm. So it's always, at yeah. the end of the day, it's always having a conversation with the other person, with both parties, being like, hey, you're okay to keep this, or you're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. What are some safe ways to have sex? Like, to keep things from getting leaked or screenshot if you don't want it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, they're like not having your like face or identifiable tattoos are always a good way. Um, in my workshop yesterday, somebody said to, what is it? Photo, photo mark your nudes to, with the name of the person that you're sending them to. So, oh. that if, so is that if they leak them, you know who has leaked them? Ooh. Like you add a little watermark yeah, watermark. The, there you go. You yeah. add a watermark on the nude so that if it ever comes out, you can trace it back. Oh, that's so <laughs> interesting. <gasps> yeah. That's so cool. What? Right? What are there like because I I mean, mm -hmm. I'm so bad at keeping my data secure. <laughs> it's really bad. Are there like apps or something mm -hmm. that I can use to secure my nudes or nudes being yeah. sent to me? Yeah. So Signal is really awesome. It like is doubly encrypted so unlike instagram or like snapchat which they have everything you've ever sent they keep it <laughs> um yeah so signal doesn't do that all the tech bros use signal because it's like very secure um wait my jaw yeah. just fell snapchat keeps it all yeah has it keeps it all oh, it's on their platform <laughs> Sorry, I'm so... <laughs> There's an employee at Snapchat that just has a folder of all of <gasps> I don't know. I don't know. I'm joking. I mean, hey, if that employee's listening, you're very welcome. <laughs> I hope you enjoy that for the rest of your life because those are quality <laughs> nudes. Koala-ty. Oh, my God. Um. I thought that's. <laughs> I thought that Snapchat was liter literally temporary, and then once it's done, it's done. Like, 
but it's still like within their the Snapchat like, server. Okay. Yeah. Oh God, I feel like a total fool. Oh no, no. Well, like, like yeah, media literacy and like technology literacy is is not great. Also, these companies don't want to be like. By the way, give <laughs> all your shit. <laughs> oh my God. Kind of like advertise that. Um, yeah. What was that yeah. app you said? Signal. Is it spelled as it sounds? Signal. S i g n a l. Signal, yeah. and it's like an encryption type of thing. Yeah. So okay. they don't have any of your nudes. There's no. There's nobody at Signal with a file of your nudes. Oh, thank God. Okay, I should start <laughs> doing that because, like, all these apps that I use, I feel like now that you're telling me Snapchat is not that secure, which I thought it was originally. All these apps are just going to be super bad, like Grinder and Scruff and Tinder. Oh boy. I got a lot yeah. of digging through. <laughs> well, like, there's different pros and cons, right? Like, the the ephemeralness of, like, Snapchat, like, to the person that you're sending it to, like, is a, is a benefit. Mm-hmm. Also, in terms of being, like, hey, like, if I'm, like, telling somebody you want to sex to, like, hey, if we're going to exchange photos, I'd prefer to do it on Signal, like, is a level of filtering. And I feel like people who are, like, going to be cool with that are generally people that you do want to sex Right, right. They respect oh my your God. shit. Yeah. <laughs> that is so awesome. Oh my gosh. Like when you think about sexting, you you think about just what what it is, but there's so many other things that are affecting this and like that's there's only there's so many other things that surround sexting and I just love that. Mm-hmm. And this conversation has been so wonderful and so enlightening. Eva, thank you so much for coming on. This has been so cool. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on Instagram at What's My Body Doing. They can also find me on YouTube, What's My Body Doing. I don't post like super regularly on YouTube, but I have a back catalog of sex ed. So if you have any questions, there's probably a video on it. Um, I'm also on TikTok, What's My Body Doing. There's a lot of just like gay TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> As it should be. TikTok should be gay. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you have any like workshops or anything coming up? Um, I just did a workshop yesterday about compassionate casual sex, which was a blast. Um, I don't have any cool land for the future. I do have an ebook. I, I wrote an ebook about sexuality and COVID. So it talks a lot about like how to spice up your masturbation, stuff about like sex drive, um, investing in your masturbation habits with like quality porn and stuff. So that's on my website at evabloom.ca. You check out the ebook. I love that. You have been so amazing, so intelligent, and so insightful. I hope the listeners can take something away from this. <laughs> And you can all just have an amazing sexed life. Woo! <laughs> Woo! All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Tim and Eva signing off. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High, composed by Kevin McLeod. Follow me on all social media accounts at GaySlutClown and at Sex Ed with Tim. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. because validate me, daddy. That's all for now. Bye.
Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. 